Welcome to the GovLaunch podcast. GovLaunch is the wiki for local government innovation. And on this podcast, we're sharing the stories of local government innovators and their efforts to build smarter governments. I'm Lindsay Pika Alfano, co-founder of GovLaunch and your host. Today, Olivia from our team chats with the Helsinki Smart Region, a conglomeration of several municipalities in Finland working towards common goals. Things like fighting climate change and improving mobility through innovation ecosystems that are cross-sectoral. I'll turn now to Olivia to dive into this creative innovation best practice with Senior Advisor for the Helsinki Smart Region. Hi, I'm Olivia from GovLaunch, and I'm here with Venla Virkamaki from Helsinki, Finland. Venla, tell us a little bit about your role. Hi, Olivia. Thanks for inviting me to be here. My name is Venla, and I work as a senior advisor on EU affairs at the Helsinki Uusima Regional Council. And I'm responsible for our smart specialization strategy and also for activating our international cooperation on, on innovation um, and research. So, um, well, Helsinki Uusima region is actually situated on the south coast of Finland and it's, it's uh, home to around 1.7 million inhabitants which is about a third of, uh, of the whole population of Finland. So we are the largest by population region in Finland and also the so-called engine for growth here, uh, but also actually one of the fastest growing areas in whole Europe and uh, have been also nominated as the most innovative region in European Union. Um, our region consists of 26 municipalities, but I think our listeners will know best the capital city of Helsinki, which is uh, not only the biggest city in Finland, but um, also our capital city. And actually Helsinki ranks really high on the world's uh, smart city uh, indexes as as well as the whole Finland. So it's a rather innovative and uh, smart area, not just by Finnish standards, but also European standards. I find it particularly interesting how the innovation ecosystems are established thematically. This would seem to allow for some great departmental collaboration and would help curb some of the traditional siloing that local government sometimes falls prey to. How did your team select and establish these themes? Well, here at the Smart Helsinki region, we strongly believe that innovations based on versatile and continuously updated competence is born in a long-term innovation ecosystem. So that's, uh, first of all, the idea behind of our work. And these innovation ecosystems should be cross-sectoral and based on experimentation. Uh, and for us, our innovation ecosystems are very much based on our research facilities and institutions of higher education. And they also include various pilot facilities where stakeholders of our region can develop innovation further towards commercial readiness. And the participation of businesses and cities is crucial 
for innovation ecosystems. Here in our area, municipalities have really shown eagerness to be part of them and also act as test beds and development platforms. We have several innovation ecosystems around certain topics, for instance, the smart city that I mentioned, but also circular economy, uh, health, mobility, and some other very topical themes. In our Smart Helsinki Region strategy, we we really put emphasis on supporting these different innovation ecosystems and also more and more in orchestrating them. We believe that the regional council can really act as an orchestrator, just making them stronger and also perhaps bringing them to a bit more concrete level in a way that we get more research projects and also innovations to the commercial level. That's really interesting how you mentioned the various innovation ecosystems are built based on themes. How did your team establish that list of themes, like thematic innovation ecosystems to begin with? Because from experience, local governments sometimes struggle to be quite siloed. And it seems like the way that you've built these would allow for a lot of um, cross-departmental collaboration just from the local government practitioner side of things. It's actually very much built into our smart specialization strategy that we, we have formed it around themes and not, for instance, technology clusters like many other regions have done. And and to be honest, the whole smart specialization strategy have been uh, written or <laughs> prepared together with our stakeholders, um, as is actually embedded in the whole um, risk tree world from the European Commission. So it's not per se our own idea that we listen to our stakeholders, but we have done that extensively in different ways. So for instance, we've interviewed some of our key stakeholders. We we have hosted uh, workshops with them. We have also commissioned few studies where they were even further interviewed. And then all this work has led to the current strategy that was approved in April 2020. So I think that very strong and continuous discussion with our stakeholders has been somehow the the key to also identifying some of these themes and, and really in that way also bringing our stakeholders around those ecosystems together. One of your pillars of success seems to be around effectively co-creating. I know that this is something that has been emphasized in the Smart Helsinki's region's approach to innovation. Co-creation being a term I find to be often overused, but not necessarily always done successfully. It would be great if you could unpack how your team got this right. I'm not sure if it's possible to say that we have mastered it every time right, or that we are doing sort of everything right. But um, yes, I do believe that we are doing several things right, and and that we have also been able to use the co-creation at least to some aspects rather well. Just looking at the strong knowledge base that we have and and the research and development intensive um, 
activities that have been put in place by the different governments, but also private investments and then our own investments, uh, which have resulted in a high concentration of human scientific technological capital and also important research infrastructures. And this has been, of course, the basis on which to build <laughs> when we have also started more actively using this co-creation method. So I think there is a, a strong history behind it and, and this um, lot of activities that have taken place uh, prior to the work that we've been doing now. Our first smart specialization strategy was approved in 2014 and now the, the latest one was approved in 2020. And, and really, I think this way of listening to people and talking to people is something that has developed really over the 10 years. And of course, there are some important parts of it, like the fact that you have to learn to know the people and, and that there are the relevant stakeholders around the table and that you have this mindset kind of for all parties to collaborate and also to experiment and, and also a willingness to learn. And I think all that sort of builds on this long history. <laughs> One concrete example that I can use is that our universities of applied science have been quite active also helping us to, to, to also take in use this kind of model. And for instance, Laurea University of Applied Science have been uh, using co-creation model to help companies, public sector, uh, citizens and academia to, to, to co-create better health and well-being services in our region. So we were working together with them to really concretely uh, use this model to look at the health services and health sector. But I think this, this kind of concrete projects that were part of our previous strategy have also helped us then scale it or copy it also to the overall approach. Here at GovLaunch, we love learning about partnerships. And you touched on some of this when you unpacked your co-creation methodology. With local governments increasingly keen to establish more robust regional partnerships, it would be helpful to learn a little bit more about how the Smart Helsinki region was set up in the first place. Yeah, the kind of framework that I'm talking about here, so the smart specialization strategy and this place-based approach on innovation, it's not our idea per se, but it was really from the EU. So I think that if many regions would really apply the smart specialization strategy and this approach in their work, um, yeah, that would be one way. <laughs> or I would strongly advise everyone to use this smart specialization approach that we have a good framework from the EU because it, it also helps you to kind of identify your own regional strengths and also these uh, strategic ideas that maybe need more intervention in the region. And um, I think that for us, one big challenge for the Helsinki Uusimaa region is that as we have 1.7 million inhabitants, but we also have 
for instance, 100,000 companies and we have several universities and several universities of applied science and also actually all of the research institutes in Finland are headquartered. I think almost all have their headquarters in our region. So it also means that it's rather difficult to include everyone in this entrepreneurial discovery process. And we have also noticed some challenges, for instance, in bringing the companies to, to be really part of that. It's going to be a work in progress, maybe always, as there will be always new actors who are active on innovation, but that this uh, place-based idea of smart specialization is a good way to, to frame it and to start working on it, on bringing these uh, actors to collaborate. Changing gears a bit, uh, we would be remiss to discuss your smart region innovation methodology without actually touching on some of the bold targets your team has set. Tell us about climate neutral Helsinki Usama by 2035. Yeah, I'm actually personally very excited about this target. It was already approved a couple of years ago in our regional program that we want to be a climate neutral by 2035, which actually happens to be also the national target for the whole Finland. To really intensify this work, it was decided that we would prepare a roadmap that would help us to achieve the goal. And it was actually finally approved in December 2020. So this roadmap also gives really concrete actions um, and also some ways for every municipality to engage in this regional climate neutrality efforts. Um, and what does it mean to, to the region to be climate neutral? For us, it means that we want to have only as much carbon emissions as the regional sinks can absorb. Uh, or otherwise we will have to compensate by other means. And there are five key sectors in our roadmap. One of these sectors is actually circular economy, a topic that is really close to my heart. And that's also very strong uh, part of our smart specialization strategy. So I hope that in few years from now, we can have a new interview telling how our region uh, <laughs> has become the most circular region of Europe. We look forward to that. Your innovation methodology and bold target setting have certainly established a strong foundation for your local governments to lead in all sorts of areas. One noteworthy example is Helsinki Sustainable New Textiles Project. I know this is something you're particularly excited about, and we'd love to learn more about this carbon neutral initiative. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested in in this topic because we all know how sustainable the whole modern clothing industry is, um, <laughs> and I think we we really need to work on this uh, very much. But um, it's actually again our stakeholders and companies who are. Um, who are then coming up with the real solutions and, and we are then the enablers in a way. So this concrete example that I want to share is actually a project that was funded by our regional council, uh, but the work itself has been done by our um, 
different actors. So the most important players were the VTT Technical Research Center of Finland and the Aldo University. And um, they have had this uh, a project called Tekide. So it was a, a shortened name for a project called Demonstration Platform for Textile Fiber Recycling. And in this project, they have been developing technologies on how wood fibers and discarded cotton fabrics can be used to produce man-made cellulosic fibers without using chemicals um, that burden the environment. The result was an ecologically sustainable uh, cotton fibers from waste textiles. This is also good example how innovation ecosystem works around our strong research centers because actually um, this project has also created um, an internationally significant innovation platform so one one concrete example of this is a vtt's uh, pilot center in espo that offers a platform for companies and other actors to to pilot their own technologies um, at large scale. I think that uh, the, the result has been already very good uh, just from this project, but also it has led to wider European cooperation. So there was actually a big consortia of, uh, of European partners developing these fiber technologies further. And there's two Finnish partners in it. Actually, uh, both of them were part of this Tekide project. <laughs> and now, now leading a European project. That's really exciting. Your passion for transforming how local governments come together to tackle common problems has inspired our listeners, no doubt. What advice would you share to local government practitioners looking to better establish innovation ecosystems of their own? Yeah, well, first one would be that creating trust is really important. It's not only between you and your stakeholders, but also between them. Because uh, once organizations start to know each other, um, they can also find common ground for joint actions. And if they trust each other, they can then further build on those uh, activities. And then the second advice would be um, the point about identifying your own strengths and then building on those. I, I think that we nowadays have this very well, I don't know if it's a good word to say here, but like sexy sectors that everybody wants to be acting on. But mm -hmm. um, if if that's not really your strength, then you maybe shouldn't try to be active there, but rather focus on, on things that you are really good at. Very sound words of advice. I'm going to ask you now a couple of rapid fire questions. Can you share with me a GovTech product you'd highly recommend and why? Um, I would say um, that one good example from Finland is, uh, is this service called suomi.fi. So Suomi means Finland, but this is a website that has kind of brought together 
most of the national governmental um, agencies and their services. And you can, for instance, find the, or every citizen can have their own inbox there. And if you get an, a message from the tax authority or, or some of the other, like if you apply for maternity support or, or whatever you need from the government, the decision letter can come to your suomi.fi uh, box. And then also like online, and then you can find also information about the government services in that one place. There are still some hiccups and small things that you can improve for the user experience. But I think overall, the idea is really good that you can have kind of a one-shop place for citizens, but also companies to find your government's services. I like that a one-stop shop for government, that'd be really helpful. Oftentimes that's a big critique that um, users will share with governments and this kind of goes for almost any jurisdiction, I feel like, or any level of government. Things can be hard to find online unless you know exactly where to go. Very cool initiative. Thanks for sharing. Bringing it back now to the Helsinki Smart Region, what's something that excites you about the future of civic innovation in your region? Yeah, I I think there's really a lot of lot of things going on and and like I already mentioned this circular economy and also um as part of circular economy um the, the work that they are doing in Helsinki, the city of Helsinki around sharing economy because I think that's also really bringing um innovation and the citizens together finding ways how we can, for instance, uh, share tools, share uh, bikes, share cars, etc., and reduce our own impact on the environment. So I'm really um, looking forward to see what's going to happen there. We look forward to seeing how the Helsinki Smart Region continues to develop and lead in areas such as circular economy and innovation best practice. Thanks for joining us, Vanla. Thank you for having me. Helsinki Smart Region is a great example of how bold partnerships and tackling issues from a regional lens can move the dial on big problems like achieving circular economies. We look forward to learning more about how this region keeps progressing. To stay informed on this project and others, visit us at GovLaunch. I'm Lindsay Peak Alfano, and this podcast was produced by GovLaunch, the wiki for local government innovation. You can subscribe to hear more stories like this wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a local government innovator, we hope you'll help us on our mission to build the largest free resource for local governments globally. You can join to search and contribute to the wiki at govlaunch.com. Thanks for tuning in. We hope to see you next time on the GovLaunch podcast. Mm-hmm.